0: We're, we're, we've just hit record so we're about to start the episode
1: Oh sorry, hello everyone,
0: who is it? Uh, it's Alexi and Ben <gasps> I love them both She loves you both Hello and welcome to this episode of Freedom of Good Home This is episode so My name is Michael Hing, <laughs> and joining me it's is right there on man. the feed <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you think you can do a better job of starting the, the the podcast, Ben, you're welcome to. I
1: have begged you over and over to please let me start this podcast. <laughs> All right, please right. Here's let
0: big, me. Here's your big chance. Here's your one chance. This is your mum spaghetti moment. Your right here we go. Eight mile situation. <laughs> okay, go here we it. go. Oh, I
2: love this shit, dude. Here I'm here here for go. fucking history right now, and I can't believe it.
1: You're listening to Free to a Good Home with Ben and the (laughs) Dogfuck. Welcome, this is the show where we go through the craziest, zaniest classifieds and find the best and worst stuff to talk about. Our guest this week is good boy of podcasting, the one, the only, Alexi Toliopoulos.
2: Hello. Thank you for having me on the podcast. It is a pleasure to be here.
0: Thanks.
1: See, that's how you ben, fucking
0: do it. That was a disaster. That was a <laughs> genuine disaster. Well, um, it's Alexi, been a really, I thought it was amazing. freaking
2: cool, dude. It's I thought hard. it was it incredible. It was amazing, on. dude. I think you've got a future at Triple M, dude.
0: Um, Alexi, how have you been holding up in this uh, in this time of Corona? Honestly,
2: Michael, my life is similar. I'm watching movies (laughs) 247, but now no one can judge me. People think Mm -hmm. that I'm exciting now. Um, It's basically been the same, but also, like you guys, we've continued podcasting through the pandemic uh, using uh, microphones and computers, and I think it's life changing. I reckon Cameron James and I will never hang out again in person. (laughs) We're just going to stare at pictures of each other and talk to each other over the phone now.
1: I have, I think. I think there's something that, um, I don't think it's good. I certainly don't think it's good that the <laughs> one kind of bit of, I suppose you could call it art, that has proven to mm. be completely Corona-proof has been shithead podcasting.
0: Like, yeah, comedy podcast. It's the cockroach. And especially
2: comedy podcasts that talk about freaking movies, dude. Yeah. We're locked into the zeitgeist, finally. <laughs>
0: um, so, well, well, in, in your quarantine, have you managed to watch any, any, any good flicks that you could recommend? Because I'm always uh, looking for yes. uh,
2: things to put my eyeballs toward. Michael, baby, tell me a movie you love and I'll recommend you something based on that fact right no, now. No, just tell
0: me, tell me the best movie, your favourite movie you've seen oh in the last Oh my god,
2: like, favourite movie... The last month Michael honestly I've seen 10 movies In the last like 4 days I've gone psycho <laughs> They've all melded to one I've seen Schindler's List I'm watching all movies That are like 3 hours long That I've been putting off rewatching. So How I've been watching sound... Schindler's List And freaking Amadeus I've watched The Godfather 1 and 2 3 times Not joking That's true what? They give me They give me supreme comfort Watching The Godfather m- movies I was freaking out And stressed I put them on And I felt soaked in Soaking myself In some marrow. Marinara bolognese sauce and really, really I felt back at home like I was back in the old country. Do you think that country. was the
1: intention of the director when Coppola was making those films?
2: <laughs> dude, of course, yes. I do think if anyone that made a freaking movie where the intent was for you to soak in bolognese, it was Coppola yeah. making the Godfather films. <laughs> I think the guy describing- has freaking bolognese for his blood, dude. <laughs> I think
1: that might be the most low-key racist thing that's ever been said on this podcast. I'm
2: Greek. We're the same thing, dude. We have the same DNA. We have the same exact same DNA. There's a saying in Greece and Italy where it's uno faccia, uno razza, which means one face, one race, and I believe that, baby. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, I'm really envious of you, um, Alexi, because I, and I don't want to be someone who goes on about this. I feel like I'm forever going on about it lately, but um, I do have a <laughs> yeah. child. I'm
2: envious of Alexi. I'm envious <laughs> of Alexi. I
1: I, uh, I have a child and it means that I uh, the last film that I watched was, it was mm. a long time ago. And it was after we'd had a particularly stressful day.
2: In a galaxy far, far <laughs> away, it was Star Wars. And that's an little joke for you. Wa- get him. Get
0: him, Alexi. It was fucking, get him. Uh,
1: we were like, oh, we're really stressed. We haven't watched a movie in so long. Mo's asleep. Let's just put mm. on a bloody flick. What's this movie that everybody's talking about we can wind down to? Put on
0: Uncut Gems. and Ooh, mama. And- the most stressful film of the last decade. I would say mate. so. <laughs> yeah. That
1: gives you an idea of the last. The la- I-, I loved it, by the way. Um mm. uh, but it was that was the last time I watched a feature length film.
2: Oh man, gray movie, one of my favorite movies, probably in the last decade. I've seen it like three or four times.
1: Very good. It's actually <laughs> uncut Gems was one uh, of those movies where I was like, that was a fantastic movie. I can't fault any part of it, and I never want to see it again.
0: Oh brutal. Um, well, uh, I have a bit of listener correspondence to share oh, with yeah. you guys. Mm. Uh, this was sent in by Luke, Thank you, Luke, who was uh going back through old episodes and he he's written. Uh, just listened to episode 59, and I need to make a correction. Hing said he grew up in London in a place called St. Albans. Uh, and then he goes on to say, it's not in London. It's in Hertfordshire, about a 15-minute drive from my house in Hermel Hempstead. Um, oh. Right. I, I, this I don't man remember, has corona uh, madness. <laughs> why is he, said, why is
1: he communicating this to us? <laughs>
0: uh, I want to make this distinction clear, he writes... Because while it is a step up from my shithole town, <laughs> it's still a shithole town. <laughs> <laughs> but it likes to dress itself up as something it really okay. isn't. It's the exact kind of place you would find the weird buyers and sellers we get on the show. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. So that's Luke Lane um, besmirching the good name of, um, of St. Albans, where I uh, spent a portion of my show. That was like,
1: you were like a, uh, like
0: a toddler, right? Yeah, I was very, very young. This is like this is like pre pre five years old. I mean.
1: Why is this guy reaching out to own toddler Hing?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: As as a child I did not fully understand. Sucked the in idiot, you dude. don't
2: know freaking geography, dude. Sucked <laughs> in. You're <a> freaking idiot.
0: <laughs> Um, also, <laughs> not, not, not even on uh, not, not even just that I got it wrong But he wanted to make it clear mm. that uh, St Albans where I, where I did spend a portion of my childhood was an absolute shithole Because I don't think um, you ever I mean, look, I haven't
1: listened to that episode since we recorded it Probably seven years ago But you never claimed that you grew up in a nice place <laughs> <laughs> That's the like, <laughs> town in
0: all of England I think you were like,
1: I grew up in this place And that guy was like, you didn't say it was a shithole
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, this is a podcast where We go through the week's classifieds And uh, find the best and worst things to talk about <laughs> Um, ben, do you have one you want to start us off with?
1: Yeah, look, um, I think we're all kind of uh, well. Alexi actually apparently is, and Alexi's still living his uh, his best life essentially. But I think that you yes. and I Hing, have talked in the past about how we feel like we're kind of missing out on some stuff because of isolation, and that can kind of sting. Everybody's trying to do the right thing, but you can't sort of deny that you do you do miss the old the old world. Um, and I have something mm. um, that I found on Gumtree. Uh, mm-hmm. in Leichhardt, which is literally a 10-minute walk from where I'm recording this podcast right now. Oh, my goodness. We're neighbours. Oh, really? Well, that, that is yes. presently completely irrelevant because you could <laughs> yes. live in Canada for, for all that matters right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. But, uh, e- well, you know, nice to know people still nearby. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this is, uh, but this, this gives me a bit of hope. Because it shows me life goes on. So this is in Mm. the community section of Gumtree. And it is this. A virtual Viking party includes smudge ceremony and rune (laughs) divinations. (laughs) Whoa. A virtual Viking party appears at your Zoom, WhatsApp, Skype or insta-doorstep as if transported 2,000 years from the past to unlock the ancient wisdom of runes. That is, <laughs> that is a lot, by the way, that follows uh, the words as if. Like, it's so specific. Like, appears on your Zoom <laughs> as if transported 2,000 years from the past to unlock the ancient wisdom of runes. Yes, it is exactly like this. Mm. Uh, the person who Do runs you, it, I'm not going to say her yeah. name, can bless your dwelling with a smudge ceremony. Then she throws oh. runes on the table to plan your wow. year ahead the way the Vikings did. <laughs> surprise your friends. <laughs> yeah. I, I reckon. This will be a surprise. <laughs> uh, she has. Wait, so
0: how, can you just talk me through exactly how this is meant to work? Is hang the on. I'm that-
1: giving you her qualifications. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. She has 30 years experience teaching, providing psychic readings at parties. I believe that, by the way. I believe that. Wow. <laughs> the, next, the next thing I query, she has also taught part-time divination courses at the University of Sydney. That is where I Whoa. begin to query if that's true.
0: What is a divination course? I don't it's, actually know what that is. Divination is like
1: fortune telling,
0: right? I thought it was like see well, yeah, So it, it, it's it's not divinity classes, no. like in you know, a Bible college,
1: and it's not it, like taking two mm. numbers and then putting one over. There. That's d- division. This is,
0: is, is it like uh, finding water in a in a in a drought stricken. That's farm? divining. Mm. Okay, the okay. water diviner. Sorry, Alexi, did you say the the the, the title of a film that you were reminded of? Yes. Is that a uh, The Russell
2: Crowe movie, The Water Diviner, his directorial debut. Mm, is that- guys, if you're obsessed with water divining, it's the only movie for you, <laughs> literally. <laughs> That's a little recommendation for you guys out there.
1: Uh, so I think that Zoom conversations, with the exception of podcasting actually weirdly, are quite painful and uh, mm.
2: awkward would a thank you so much for putting an exception in there while I'm talking to you on this platform? <laughs> would a
1: Zoom uh, psychic Viking ceremony be any less awkward, or like podcasting, would it actually only be enriched by mm. the the technological medium?
0: It it strikes me that there are several different elements to this that are being offered. I, I may have misunderstood something. Okay, they're offering you the chance to, on your Zoom call, Mm. does the Viking walk, come over to your house and walk behind you in the background to make things interesting? Or does the Viking join? (laughs) What? So it's like, so, so, so I, is what's happening? I'm having a very important meeting with my boss. Or well, actually, no, I'm the boss. Let's just, just say I'm the boss. This is breaking into the Zoom call. Yeah, and, I, and I'm having and I'm having a, 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 a way, really all staff love, meeting on Zoom. I,
1: I really love what you just happened. Then in your brain, where you were like, "Okay, I'm going to paint a picture. I'm having a meeting with my boss," and then I could see the wheels turning. Where you're like, "Wait a minute! I'm making all this up. I can be the boss." <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. <I> was... <laughs> yes. I'll... You just and imagination promoted you yourself. <laughs> but if I'm the boss then, Ben. Yeah. Then I can be having An all staff meeting With all the people Who work at the Cracker factory Right <laughs> Yeah. And then What do you know Burst down the door Behind me It's a viking And he's got a sword And he's like Whipping it at me uh-huh. And then I go mm. Oh no guys I'm being attacked By a viking And then everyone <laughs> On the other side Of the call Gets to enjoy it Okay You right? have not
1: only Misunderstood How this has been offered But you have Fundamentally understood Misunderstood What's being offered there was no mention. This is why I was asking. Because I wasn't listening. That's why you aren't.
2: Because it's easy. I was staring at the little picture of me in the window here. It's very Not
1: alluring. You it's me. very me That's the other thing that's difficult. I, I do find it it's slightly difficult um, recording with Hing over Zoom. It's the only downside is that he's like a fucking budgie that is just entranced by his own reflection sometimes. <laughs> And he keeps trying to peck at the screen (laughs) Because
0: I think it's it's another Hing who's trying to attack me That's the issue Uh, A better Hing
1: (laughs) No, what's being offered here, Michael Hing Is that they will Skype I mean, they could do it for businesses She said she's got experience doing it for businesses she will Skype in to, a collect, to, to, to this... I mean, she could Skype in here if, if, she, if we mm. wanted that, which we don't. And she will um, <laughs> do a smudge ceremony, but also throw some runes on her table and then tell us what's, oh, in, okay. what's in store
0: for our year. Oh, so there's no Viking. What offered. are you talking about? She is the Viking. So she's going to dress up like a Viking. I don't know
1: how she's going to dress... Then-
2: King, women can be Vikings too, bro. Yeah. No, I, I think I that just, you are... Uh, that was a central theme. This is some freaking theme. ingrained misogyny, dude. That was a
1: central theme, I believe, in How to Train Your Dragon to The Hidden World.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. King <laughs> <laughs> you got to
0: educate yourself uh, in animated just, films. Okay, You'll I, learn what more about the world. What I imagined was... That, uh, mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. I imagined that there was a, a comedic element to this, but this is entirely earnest. Mm. It is... So the the mention of Uh Vikings—it's not in jest. The the, the mention of Vikings was more in their spiritual, um, I guess, offerings, and not in Mm -hmm. sort of a a dress-up party kind of vibe.
1: No, no, I I think that's probably summed up not only this offering but also sort of a culture.
0: (laughs) Interesting, interesting. Okay, okay, I'll take it on board.
1: have you guys done anything uh, that's not just chatting over Zoom? I'm not. I'm not asking about sexy stuff. Don't put it away. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to know any of that stuff. But you know, for example, I've been playing um, Only Connect with some friends um, over over Zoom, which has oh, been fun. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, uh, you, I know you've been making podcasts, Michael Hing. I know you've been making podcasts, Alexi Toliopoulos. Mm. But have you been? Have you been? Uh, ad-
2: we have been also having. Uh, a ch- we've got a chat room Me and some other comics Have a chat room Where you watch movies together And then ch- have a chat room At the same time I can't Is that, is that
1: I can't imagine anything awful? Worse Than what you've just I described I think that would be awful <laughs>
2: Yes, uh, <laughs> it's. I mean, it's great. I miss the film experience of going to the cinema with some friends and having a communal experience. So it's just like you know, we'll watch a shit movie, uh, like the nineteen eighty live action musical adaptation of Popeye, directed by Robert Altman and starring, <laughs> and starring Robin the Williams yeah. as Popeye.
1: Can you can you step me through why Robert Altman did that? Well,
2: you know, I could talk for <laughs> hours about this topic. <laughs> yes okay so originally this was hot property in Hollywood every uh, studio lost a bidding war on the film adaptation of Annie the musical and that was like based off some fucking comic strip or some shit originally. And so they were trying to like go, what's the next one that we can do? What's the next one we can do? And Popeye was something that they had the rights to. And they were like, okay, we've got to freaking do Popeye. This is a dream come true for us. And then they're trying to get every <laughs> freaking director in Hollywood attached to Did you just it. say
1: that they said, Oh, we've got to frickin' do Popeye. This is a dream come true to us. Did they? Did they convince themselves yes. mid sentence?
2: <laughs> mid sentence, I think. I guess no one can go immediately. That's a great idea. No, you got to work but yourself then up like, to it. Okay, this is all we got. This is a great idea, and it was Robert Evans who was the producer of this. Who was like the most colorful Hollywood producer ever. Then he was like, "We got to make Popeye. We got to get every cool director. They like phoned everyone, like Mike Nichols, John Schlesinger, and then Robert Altman was like, yes, this is a dream come true. I'll do this movie, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to make it a musical. It's going to be a musical, and we're going to get Robin Williams, who'd never been in a, a star of a movie before.'
0: Um, something we've talked about a lot on this on this podcast, Alexi, is sort of um, mm. film farces." Um, mm. Not 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 as a not as a cinematic genre, but more as an as a production. Mm. Um, yeah. I think the biggest one for us is the Garfield film mm. that um, oh yeah that that, <laughs> that Bill Murray apparently agreed to do because he thought the Cohen brothers were directing it and it was a different Cohen yeah. who yeah. was doing a it.
2: different Cohen. It was an Ethan Cohen with an H in the in his surname. You've yeah, got um, to check a, the H as,
0: as sort of a person who <laughs> as a person who's sort of uh, I, I guess. Is is very quickly becoming a parody of himself um, in terms of film knowledge. Do you have, do you have an all time great um, farcical film production?
2: Oh, um, let me. Oh, Michael, off the top okay, of my head. Okay, no, Well, you think. While, think while of you anything. think of
0: that. I just
1: want to. Th- I yes. just want to say something that I just realized, which I may have brought up last time we spoke about Bill Murray and mm. Garfield. The Cohen brothers yep. must know that story, right? They must know oh, for sure that mm. Bill Murray did an animated Garfield thing because he was so desperate to work for them. Since mm. then, mm. he has not appeared in a Coen Brothers film. <laughs> <laughs> nah.
2: I think they're like, this guy's a freaking idiot. We don't want him around. This guy's a bozo. Okay,
0: <laughs> or maybe they asked him, and then Bill Murray still doesn't realize it was different Coens, and he was like, "I oh, already did that fucking Garfield. Yeah, film. I had a that was horrible terrible. time on that with you. <laughs> you fuck oh my
2: gosh." Again. I, I've thought of one as well. Okay. There was, there's two recent. There's one recent one and one old one, and I realized this. I found this out while researching, like for Total Reboot. We did an episode on the new Doolittle movie that's uh-huh. based on like the grand adventures of Doctor Doolittle or whatever. Is that the Eddie Murphy Doolittle? So
1: Dr. Dr. No, that's the Robert Downey no, Jr. No.
2: Right, Robert Downey okay. Jr. One, and the original one from like the 1960s is like this dog shit piece of shit like <laughs> fantasy adventure movie. It's Rex Harrison, called, isn't it? It's Rex Harrison and, like, it's insane. Like, just read the Wikipedia for, like, production of it and it will blow your mind. Like, one of them is, like, he is racist. Like, Rex <laughs> Harrison is a racist. You're reading it. And it's, like, there's all this stuff, like, oh, I refuse to work with this person because they were Jewish. It's, like, okay, oh, you're wow. a psycho. Oh, you're a psycho, dude. And then, or, like, he's, like, remove their lines, take their lines out of the freaking movie. I don't want them to have as many lines as me. And um, But one of the other things is they, like, filmed in, uh, like, an exotic location Uh, For the finale of the movie And the finale of the film um, Is they have got this giant snail Like it's a giant creature That's a giant snail Mm -hmm. And during the filming of this movie Basically every single person got diarrhea (laughs) Like everyone got like severe diarrhea Uh For this movie (laughs) hell yeah And uh, the people of this village as well That they were filming in nearby They all had like extreme diarrhea Like there was dysentery or whatever (laughs) Happening at the time And it was like believed that it was caused by... Snails in the water, and so they had this giant snail, and the 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 people thought that this was like they're mocking them for their condition, and so they like they turned against them and like destroyed this snail set. Like they thought it was like this giant monument to their disconsent, you know?
0: Oh man! Uh, Hingis, do you have one? Yes, I do. Uh, This one was sent in by uh, David Thank you David Uh, And it's entitled Breast Milk Soaps Uh Oh my goodness This is from Mesa in Arizona (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wow This is posted in a group called Garage Sales Uh, Hi, I make breast milk soaps It's $20 for four soaps (laughs) They're around two ounces And about two by two inches If you're in an area, I am We can meet up Otherwise, please pick up. I have unscented breast milk soap. Well, I think that's Oat- probably not true. <laughs> <laughs> Oatmeal, slash almond or lavender.
1: Uh huh.
2: Mm.
0: Here are the ingredients. Oh no no no!
2: Mm-hmm. Breast milk? Okay. Yeah. Don't know what I expected. I expected that one. <laughs> Glycerin soap. Uh, <laughs> okay so so far it's just soap covered in breast milk
0: uh-huh. I uh, essential oils if requested dried herbs if requested or oatmeal if requested mm-hmm. Picture mm-hmm. is of some breast milk soap with oatmeal almond scent and oatmeal oats for exfoliation uh, if interested on using your own milk please message me uh,
1: Mikey oh my Mikey God. what does that what does that soap look like uh,
0: it looks like I, I look and I, I, I hazard to say it looks like a very bad waffle. Is ah, how it's come out mm. So the mould might
1: be not ideal Which is obviously yeah, it's, like the aesthetics of this breast milk So I, I, I feel a little precious complaining about To be mm. honest In fact, <laughs>
0: you, you, you can look at it in the drive if you want But I, I might post this on my Facebook oh my page um, It looks yeah. a little bit like a waffle Where the pattern on the waffle is the Iron Cross um, um, <laughs> Like the Nazi medal
2: <laughs> Feels like uh, that's a, that's a um, I, I'm opening it up, I gotta look at this Oh my gosh! Honestly, it can't be anything else. What? I'm looking at it now. <laughs> I'm looking at the picture now. Honestly, I would not have used any other words to describe what this looks Hang like. Hang on, it does look like Hang the Iron Cross. On. I wasn't <laughs> gonna. A- I wasn't gonna look it up because we learned. <laughs> and honestly, it does look like a waffle. Like it looks like food.
0: Yeah, I think I think often uh, people look at the way my brain interprets the world, and they'll go like, "Hey, you're a fucking idiot." You, you've described That's in a way the no iron cross. <laughs> 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 it's an iron cross waffle made out of breast milk soap.
1: Yeah, and it's um, very like I thought when you said, "Oh, it's kind of waffle pattern." I thought you meant like it kind of was a bit h- hodgepodge. That's that's
2: immaculate. Mm. That looks. That- Do you think that this is made in a waffle iron? <laughs> like she just put some tit milk in a waffle iron? It's like this is soap. Well, it tastes. It tastes soapy. Well, you a, can have it. In a, a Nazi rub it on waffle your bomb. iron,
0: maybe. <laughs> yeah.
1: Already had it. If we could just—that's all she waffle had waffle to mold iron. it. If we could just go <laughs> two eps without talking about Nazi kitchenware, I would be so thrilled.
0: <laughs> the idea that she had a Nazi waffle iron and her husband or whatever was like hey Bob, can you stop <laughs> making these uh, Nazi waffles when my parents come over because it's really upsetting and no one likes them. But she's like alright fine I won't make Nazi waffles She's anymore. like I'll have <laughs> you know have this out.
1: Nazi waffle line once belonged to Rex Harrison. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and then she's, she's put it to work now um, making breast milk um, sauce. Hing is that, is that the entire ad? That's There's some pictures associated But that's the entire text of the ad
1: Because you'll notice that maybe maybe you didn't pick this up I just realised it, um, it <laughs> There are no There's no reason in that ad for it to be breast milk
0: No, it doesn't mm. explain Why you would want this like, And also, I think we kind of glossed <laughs> over it But one of the ingredients is glycerin soap Sure mm. Sure I mean, Which to me suggests it's like Well, you're just sort of ruining some soap then, aren't you? Or yeah.
1: some breast milk.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Depends who you're asking, yeah. I guess. Yep, exactly.
2: um, he's, but she's not going like, breast milk is incredible. That's what, that's what I uh, mean. In, in ruining your
0: nails or it doesn't say anything. Yeah, you it's know? got no restorative features. That, I mean, I guess those are just implied. Um, yeah. You, if, if you're the kind of person who would... Like, there's a certain kind of person who would just see the words breastwork and be like, "Well, that's for me."
1: Well, I understand if you're like getting regulated by the TGA or something and have to be very careful about what you claim, but like, this is the fucking wild, wild west. This is Gumtree. You can (laughs) you can can, you can claim whatever the shit you want. Yeah, exactly. You can be like, "This will ward off ghosts." Bang. Send.
0: (laughs) So it's twenty dollars for four soaps. Um, Which is, to me, not crazy That is not like, a crazy that's amount An artisanal homemade soap No, it suggests it's not, not for the uh not, not for the profit um, Exactly would, Is $20 enough for you to, Like, low enough That you'd just be curious to try it Either of you?
2: Absolutely not No, absolutely not
0: no, <laughs> no. absolutely
1: not. The, 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 the no. Sorry, no, no. the what was stopping me in wanting to use breast milk soap was not that it was prohibitively expensive. <laughs> like that,
0: yeah.
1: that wasn't my barrier to entry into the breast milk soap yeah. kind of Sorry, community. What
0: if I told you that this breast milk soap was in the shape of the Nazi metal? Mm, I'm listening. Oh, hang on a hang on, no, okay, second. hang on a dick. You didn't
1: tell me that it was in that shape.
0: Oh my god Um, Even as a prank I don't think you could use this Even if you purchased it I I can't even think of a prank You could do That wouldn't be ultimately Too disgusting and hurtful Um to, to, to yeah, but friend. what's
2: the prank as well? Like, you give this as a gift for someone, they wash their hands, they go, my God, Michael, let me tell you, that was the most stunning soap I've ever used. I loved it. I washed it all over my face and my my body, including my foots and my genitals, etc." <laughs> and then you're like, hang on a tick. I'm going to blow your freaking mind and you're going to feel a fool right now. Yes, the soap I bought you isn't made with some Arizonian woman's titty, okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, by the way, the first person... <laughs> in that scenario you just set up, Alexi, I think is far weirder than Michael Hing in that.
2: <laughs> like, that was a character based on me, I guess, that, if anything. That's, that's
1: an objectively strange thing to tell somebody about a gift <laughs> that they gave you.
2: I used to, <laughs> I did. I rubbed it on my genitals.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's less weird if they give you soap as opposed to like a DVD or something, but it's still... <laughs> It's still very strange
0: <laughs> This box set of The Sopranos yeah. I've rubbed it all over my feet <laughs> <throat> and in my genitals Well, you're not made of stone
1: um, <laughs> Hey, Alexi Toliopoulos Do you have one for us? Mm-hmm. Do you?
2: Could you? I do Do you mind? I do, I could, I mind I don't mind, actually <laughs> I don't mind um I'm going to continue my tradition of every time I'm coming on this show I'll bring something that I have found online that I believe fits into this. Cuz you mm. know like a like, curio if you Cuz you know
1: like some of our guests um will say, "Oh, I've got one here," as if they've brought it in and mm-hmm. if if you ever hear that and that voice isn't Alexi Toliopoulos, they're full of shit. Mm-hmm. They're lying. I think maybe mm. Chaz Schlechtello exactly. brought one in himself,
0: but Yeah. And, okay, and, and uno Tim fatza, uno it, ratza,
2: that's what I say.
0: But the Greeks <laughs> and Italians, we do Alexi. it the
2: same way, baby.
0: <laughs> Last time you were here, Alexi, I think you, uh, you told us an incredible story about a, about a vampire.
2: Oh yeah, that, the, a guy uh, a guy that I met while I worked at a video store when I was like 20 years old <laughs> inviting me to his his theoretical journey to the Ellen show because he, he went into a competition and then I midway through the story, I remembered he also invited me to his like vampire induction ceremony. <laughs> that's right. I, I was like, how did I forget this part of the story? <laughs> it's all coming back. And it was because Michael saw me tell this story as stand-up and I left that part out. I'm like, oh my god, the only part that's freaking funny, I didn't remember <laughs> that the guy is a vampire It's a um, load-bearing anyway. part of
0: pretty much any story that you want to tell where that is true yes, <laughs> Yeah, you want to lead with that, uh, but Alexi you've got one for us now
2: Yes, this is one that I found on Facebook and I've been saving this for you guys, I had it saved and stored on my phone for two years, this oh, is wow. from November 29, uh, November 29, 2018 My god And this is from Facebook, it came up as a post and the post, the text reads Does anyone want a washing machine for the next six to eight months? (laughs) And that's from Ben Jenkins. (laughs) And every one of the comments is people saying, no, no, thank you. Pointing out that this is an insane proposition. To, that no one would want a washing machine for a limited amount of time if they were in need of one fuck you. To, to, for it to be returned.
1: Oh, that is so... I was like, when you said that, I was like, oh, fuck, we've already done this one because I remember it. And i am just... <laughs> And then also, like, you know, like, because you know, you, you when you hear one, you're like, okay, what are all the ways we can dunk on this fucking idiot? And your brain just goes into automatic. And so for about three seconds there, I was like, okay, well, what can I say? And then you Oh man, I said so many nice things about you on this on this podcast. We And then you turn around and you Look, do that. And I
0: think we owe it to Alexi, our guest, to go through this like we would any other classified. Oh, fuck, okay. It's only polite. So, so let's unpack. Can you talk it? us through? It? Can you talk us through like what why what the situation was where you wanted someone to take a washing machine from you for and I quote 6 to 8 months?
1: Because uh, we were moving into my parents granny flat and we didn't need a washing machine anymore, but we wanted uh-huh. to get it back when we moved back out. Yeah. And so uh-huh, it really uh-huh. look I'll be the first to admit
2: we were really trying to have our cake and eat it too. <laughs> That's absolutely, absolutely. That's all it reads as. It's like, can someone hold this like thing that weighs 400 kilos for us for six to eight months? That is also a, cu- a cubic meter. <laughs> if you have a, a spare cubic meter in your house, can you please, can you please hold this for us for Stores almost one year, with a length of the human gestation period? Please.
1: Are you? Considering washing every item Of clothing that you will ever need to Wash in the next six to eight months <sighs> so what did you end up doing Ben? I think We ended up Oh we put it in a shed somewhere <laughs>
0: Right, and have you? Cause this more As than six, this was more than six to eight months ago. So, did you get it back? We did, did get it back. We went.
1: Uh, Anya's mother. She. Uh, we right. just. We just basically drove it right up to her house.
0: <laughs> and then he held this. Yeah,
2: he held. All <laughs> <it. laughs> this cubic meter for, for six to eight months, please, in your shed. Oh,
0: fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> you uh, Alexi, I've you held read? on to that for so long. I have is... to hold on to that for so freaking long. Uh, c- can you read some of the comments as well, Alexi? Because they're pretty good. Yeah, they're good comments. They're, uh, this, the first comment comes from Alex Lee. Oh. No thanks.
2: <laughs> Here's one from Angela Wapier. Possibly, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Both one of from, those people uh, have been my... guests on this podcast. Yes, here's one from our dear friend and my former employer, uh, Nikita. Seems too good to pass up, really. I'm assuming that's sarcastic. (laughs) Um oh and then uh, there's one wait uh, oh can this is from Wyatt. Uh, he says, Can you post to Melbourne? I don't need a washing machine, just curious. <laughs> and oh. this one it comes from Hing's partner herself. What happens after the eight months?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is
2: and then Someone replied that uh, then the baby is old enough to coexist with the <laughs> with the machine. And then she replied, "I was hoping they'd take back the machine and I could keep the baby." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck
1: you!
0: Hell yeah! Hell yeah!
1: <laughs> oh, Michael, do you have one to take us home with?
0: Yes, I do. Goodness me! All right, if um, this is
1: something that I posted two years ago, I will go
0: <laughs> bananas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> this one is taken from Craigslist, and look, it's a bit crook as a lot of them are. But just this is yeah, there's some darkness in this. This is entitled mm-hmm. "Free Easter Picture." So far, so good. And okay. if you see the, uh, the 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 picture they've attached to the Craigslist ad, uh, it is just two like Disney-style, uh, like Mad Hatter's Tea Party rabbits. That are um, are we the, talking the sort of fancy dress rabbits who are out to dinner?
1: Are they? Um, well, hang on. Are they? Is
0: this a drawing? Is this? No, uh... Uh, they, 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 Sorry, they're Disney caricature style, like you'd see the theme park. Sorry, I don't think I said that. Um, oh, so, but it's like two. So it's like two fully grown human adults in a suit. In, mm-hmm. Okay, in, in like cartoon suits. Uh, oh, they look like repurposed chipmunks um, that are now rabbits.
2: <laughs> Chilling, um, great.
0: And they're at a restaurant. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll read the copy. I'll, so. Um, I saw someone else doing this and I thought it was a great idea (laughs) Mm -hmm. If your child (laughs) slash children needs an Easter picture Uh Let me know and I'll do my best to put your child in this picture What? It's all completely free All I need from you is a picture of your child slash children standing Mm. I will do this until Easter, message me if interested (sighs) I
1: see what you wow. mean about the uh, the possibility of this going to a not a not great place. Um,
0: so this is this is a person who who who's saying they want to Photoshop you know your kids into a mm. into a photo of these bunnies, uh, and and all they need for that is um, you to send them a photo of your, your your child standing up so they can do that. Now, but again, this is I a, don't know mm-hmm. how good this person's Photoshop skills uh-huh. are. But mm. they would like it'd have to be, like, fucking Peter Jackson and the weather workshop people <laughs> for me to even consider yeah. risking sending a photo of my child to the strangers on the internet, right? Yeah. That's
1: insane. And here's the other thing, though. Like you um, realising that you can make yourself your own boss in your own kind of pl- act out, if, <laughs> if you are Photoshopping a child into an Easter mise-en-scene... Mm. Mm. Why pick a shitty thing with people in costumes? Why not pick, like, an amazing still from,
2: like, a Disney thing? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it feels like the thing that... Or Donnie Darko, dude. Sure. That rabbit from fucking Donnie Darko. That'd be sick, dude. (laughs) I'll do it. I'll send it in, dude. I'll send a picture of me standing up, dude, if you put me next to the frickin' rabbit from Donnie Darko, dude. Send them... Frank, I think his name is. Send
1: them a picture of the rabbit from Donnie Darko to put in that scene first, and then they'll work back from
0: there. Okay, so I took this from the. Uh, there's, there's a subreddit that has a lot of good um, Craigslist ads on it, and I just want to read you the first because we were all very quick to dismiss this, right? We were all very quick to dismiss mm. this. Yes, but but Reddit Reddit will not be undone. Uh huh. So this is from user PM your cat. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, this was posted two days ago, and this is their suggestion. Why don't you send them a fake kid from Google to see if they're legit? Then if they are, use a different phone slash email and you can send the actual photo of the actual kid. Different
2: phone You This person's Checking
0: fucking IPs What's going on I don't think they give, The guy
2: on the other end If he's legit Gives a shit And it's like Hang on a second I've already done one For this guy I'm looking at his IP address I've already done one It's, it's one
1: bathroom Photoshop Per customer uh. it,
2: <laughs> and I I do know for a fact that people can use the sa- a different email address. They have access to any email address. You can make one up. But IP address, that's what I'm actually checking, dude.
1: Can we just go back to the very foundation of this entire ad?
2: Mm. What the sure.
1: fuck is an Easter picture?
2: <laughs> I didn't know. Is this a thing? Because I know that with Santa Claus, you will get a photo. Yeah. That's like with Santa to go, yes, mm. he is real. Yes, he is with us. But Easter, like I don't know, You've is that we, Greek Easter different? I don't know. Well, yeah, because you celebrate
1: um, proper Easter, you celebrate real Easter.
2: Yeah, mm. the legit Easter, dude. We follow a giant, uh, a giant plinth around the neighbourhood for <laughs> uh, like around midnight on a Friday, and then on a
0: Sunday we crack those eggs, brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh Can I just read you one more comment from from the mm-hmm. Reddit post? <laughs> and uh, this person is is uh, their username is Design Thing. Uh, okay, so they know written, a thing
1: or two about about this
0: mm. I'm, written, I'm a professional photoshopper Okay. And I tell you This is uh, this is just an example of someone completely missing the point Of what everyone else is talking mm-hmm. about I'm a professional photoshopper And let me tell you There is nothing as nerve wracking as inserting a new person Taking a different exposure and lighting into another photo It's really <laughs> difficult to get them to look right Especially if you're adding A crappy cell phone photo um, Nerve wracking mate what are you talking yeah.
1: about? Is is this that scene from Swordfish where you have to, <laughs> <laughs> you have to photoshop somebody onto the Easter money while getting a blowjob?
2: While getting some freaking top
0: dude? I don't know, man.
1: Um I wanna return just quickly to what Alexi touched on with like there's not as much attendant Easter um bullshit around. Um, Because mm. they're, they're around the Easter Bunny Like I feel like uh, I don't know about how, how, how your parents played this I'd be actually mm. fascinated to know how your parents played this Michael Hing uh, <laughs> 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 But like I f- I feel like And this is like a, I think a really interesting insight Into how weirdly stupid children's minds are Where mm. most kids mm. that I've like I, Most people I know went through it the same way I did Where it's like the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny and Santa all real And then one day they're like, Tooth Fairy, by the way, that's not real. And you're like, oh, okay, now that I think about it, that makes sense. Hey, but the Easter Bunny and Santa are real, right? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the Easter Bunny's next to go. Mm. And then there's a weird period where you have been told twice in your life that the magical thing, (laughs) the magical kind of seasonal (laughs) thing is not real and you still believe in the last one. And I think that lasts for maybe like one or two months. I don't think you can hold out that for that long. What happened? spend your mm.
0: disbelief enough.
1: What happened with you, Michael? Did you.
0: Uh, so I grew up in a household that, when my parents uh, <clears throat> told us from a very young age that there was no Santa because, quote, I don't want someone fictitious taking credit for our presence. Fair. Um, <laughs> Fair and terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, because uh, as, as my mum explained to me many times, the idea that, like, you would. Um, Offset some of your parents Sorry that you would outsource some of your parenting to Santa As though Santa would be the one who administers punishment Mum thought that that was Punishment? um, As as in like if you were bad you'd get bad goods right? You'd you'd get bad gifts right? But you always got bad gifts Yes exactly Everything was backhanded
1: Um, I think your your parents were so proud of how they were able to sort of like Neg you via gift that They didn't want anybody else taking credit for it (laughs)
0: Absolutely, but they also thought that um, they could sort of, if we misbehaved or whatever, they wouldn't just write it in the naughty book to Santa, Santa or whatever the usual thing is. They would just immediately punish us uh-huh. because they felt that mm. that was much more um, that, that that was that was much more useful to them sure. as a tool of power and oppression. Well, guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alexi, how about you? When did you kind of go through the the stages of of knowing?
2: Oh gosh. I think um, I think Tooth Fairy I was all like that's bullshit, whatever. Because I was like, if I talk, I can talk to my yaya and I'll get more money from this. Oh, okay. so I knew I could get a better deal, so I was like, Tooth Fairy, that's bullshit. You can't you can't make deals with a magical beast, okay? <laughs> that's not of our realm. Money is of our realm, and that's what I understand from this scenario. <laughs> uh, but I then I Easter Bunny. I don't remember Easter Bunny from my youth. I know that it was around. I knew they existed, but mainly as like a, as a thing. But also it was like, to me, I'm like, this is bullshit because, you know, we have Easter at a different time, oh, usually, yeah, yeah, Greek, yeah. Oh, Greek. Sure. so I'm like, already I'm seeing like Anglo Easter happening or whatever. I'm like, what, they're going to leave us out? Does he like, <laughs> he separates the Greeks from the whites, like it's laundry day or some shit? Isn't there an <laughs> <a Greek laughs>
0: Easter bunny as well? Is, is In Greek Easter, is there a, is there an Easter bunny at all or a, a version of it?
2: Oh, I don't know really. I don't know. Mm. I like and also like chocolate was like a later a later it, like a later thing because it was like yes chocolate everyone does chocolate we had like real eggs that's like hard-boiled eggs and you like find those and then you like do a like a little crack a crack competition where it's whoever can who's there with the egg lasts the longest from this cr- from smashing them against yeah, each other I, crowned um, the winner. I,
1: I attend greek easter at zoe norton lodges uh folks place mm. and uh one of the possibly uh, most upsetting things about this entire pandemic is that I had a really good feeling about winning the cracking this year and Mm. it's just not going to happen.
0: Do do you supply your own egg? No, you pick your egg
1: from a predetermined from a, from a basket of dyed eggs.
2: Yes. They're dyed eggs. They're decorated, but I'll tell you, That yes I did bring my own egg (gasps) My grandmother And grandfather Gave me an Easter present Once It was a wooden egg (sighs) That was painted So I won I won I
0: won the competition Many a time (laughs) (laughs) Like a pool shark Turning up Yeah all with this with magical cue You would turn up to Greek Easter. Greek Easter I hustled Greek Easter I hustled the whole thing is, is, What's the prize for, for winning Greek Easter? Do you get like a is You don't a have fright? to eat the egg Yeah You don't <laughs> have to eat the egg Because it's made of wood
2: <laughs> Everyone else's eggs cracked. They don't have to They have to eat them Because it was cracked. So you know I won because by not having to eat the egg But I like the egg So I ate someone else's <laughs> jokes, on, joke's on them I guess Yeah just bragging rights
1: um, Alexi it's been a, a, an absolute joy Not only just having you on But hanging out with you Having a lovely time. Just I miss, you, miss guys. you too. Um, but uh, do you, you do you want to do you want to tell us what you're doing with your with your various pods at the moment?
2: Oh yes, babies. Uh, we are still doing total reboot through this and it's been actually almost uh, I dare not say it but I shall has been a little bit of a blessing in disguise because we no longer have to review the big shitty reboots oh, that are coming out in the cinema. Um, <laughs> so we're doing like a mini series that's really fun and exciting. We have been doing our stuck indoors film festival where we talk about rewindow and then the movies that ripped it off, yep. like Disturbia with oh. Shia LaBeouf, which has been... That was one of my most favourite episodes we've ever done. Uh-huh. And then we did uh, the Australian movie Road Games, which is like Rewindow, but in a semi-trailer going up the highway. Oh. And then we are closing it out with Brian De Palma's Body Double, which is like this crazy, it's like one of his most crazy movies. And he's like the king of voyeurism Mm -hmm. uh, in a very disgusting, grubby way. So (laughs) he's probably the most fun director to talk about, I would say. Uh, So we're still doing that. But yeah, listen to Total Reboot. Also, we did a one-off episode of Mic Check. We might do a few more while we're stuck inside like this. Mm. And always Finding Dragos on the ABC Listen app and like every podcast. A complete
1: joy. Uh, Thank you Mm. so much for having us, Alex Toliopoulos. Michael Hing, a pleasure as always. Until next week,
2: bye. Bye. Bye.